0: You are now tuned into the Forever One Marriage and Relationship Podcast with Team Wade. Get ready for tools to create a healthy marriage and relationship the godly way. What's going on, everybody? Team
1: Wade. Hello, hello. Welcome to Team Wade,
0: everybody. We got another one for you. And today we want to talk about how to fight for your marriage in prayer. Yes. Are you beginning to. Uh, cry crowd to the Lord. Some of you may be going through difficulties, going through challenges, feeling like that you want to quit on your marriage and it seems hopeless. But A lot of times, you know, just because you get married, it start out well and we forget we have an adversary. Yeah. And what that adversary come to do, he comes to steal, kill and to destroy. So he would love to steal the destiny of you all too the two of you all coming together as one. Yeah. So he would love to come and take what God intended purpose was for your marriage. Mm-hmm. And so you got to learn how to fight. You got to learn how to war in prayer and war in obedience and love and compassion and mm-hmm. patience and long suffering yeah. with your spouse, even when they're not lovable, even when they're yeah. not presenting uh, themselves in a way that makes it easy for you to love and to want to fight for your marriage. So we want to talk about that today.
1: And, you know, one of the things that I realize, even, you know, I don't think believers realize is that um, even though God has given us the promises, uh, he's given us his word, uh, the the devil is not going to sit back and just, you know, just let you have it without a fight. You know what I mean? And so I think we are uh, too many believers are passive. Uh, yeah, when things yeah. are not looking right or, or your spouse is not acting right, you yeah, know, yeah. you take this passive mentality. No, you have to rise up and yeah. start fighting. And a lot of times you're like, what do you have? People are like, what What can I fight with? Fight with the word.
0: With the word of God. Fight with the, promise. the truth. Yeah. Fight
1: with the promises of God. Yeah. Fight in prayer uh, and by making your petitions known. And don't just idly sit back and let the devil have his way. Well, I mean,
0: people forget the Bible said we wrestle not against flesh flesh and blood, blood, that's right. But against principalities, against powers, Mm -hmm. against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in in high places. places. So sometimes your spouse may be bound by generational stuff, Mm -hmm. bound by doors that they may have opened. Come on. Things that were said that you triggered from their childhood Mm -hmm. past relationship. It's just so many things, yeah. gamut of things that they could be bound by. Right. But at the end of the day, it's spiritual warfare. And you got to understand, think about this. Mm-hmm. The enemy rejoices in divorce. God said he hate divorce. So if God say he hate divorce. Then the devil must the devil love it. Rejoice over divorce. Yep. Because and he's fighting for he divorce. fighting to make sure it happened. And then I think a lot of times people forget about the seeds that the enemy so because every thought that comes to you is not your own thought. That's right. Enemy would like, did you hear what they say? You remember when we were growing up, people would instigate a fight.
1: Yes. (laughs) He
0: said this. I bet you won't (laughs) knock that stick off their shoulder. Uh, Yeah. And look at how she looked at you. Look at how he said that. Yeah. And so the enemy began to agitate situations Mm -hmm. and circumstances. So you got to learn how to fight and you got to fight in prayer and yes. and fight standing on the promises of God that even when your marriage doesn't look like it's going to make it, you got to be willing to go all in and fight for it. Absolutely. And so I don't think a lot of people really uh, do that, especially if you're sitting there looking at all these shows on Say Yes to the Dress and and all of these fairy tale weddings, and <laughs> you don't watch, uh, you know, Princess Diana back in the day and. <laughs> That prince's wedding and...
1: Although, not to mention social media, the, you know, oh, people... All the people putting out... Presenting this content that's not necessarily yeah. content of it's their just, reality. The, the,
0: the Beautiful <laughs> proposals. Yeah. People can't even do regular proposals now. You, you uh, got everything got to outdo the next thing. That's exactly right. But if people would put in that much effort in learning how to be married, mm-hmm. I think we'll have more people fighting... And, and standing strong for longevity in their marriage.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, your spouse may be going through um, a lot of turmoil, and you may be thinking that you're fighting against them, but you're not because what you said earlier is so true. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So even though you see your spouse in flesh and blood, just know that there's a spiritual war against your union, against your marriage, and so don't get caught up in the flesh and thinking that that you're warring against your spouse. No, you're yeah. warring against the spirit that's coming to divide you. And so you have to take your fight to its proper place
0: and stay committed to the covenant that you made.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you committed that you would stay with this person until death parts. it. Yeah. And so a lot of times people are not willing to fight to the death. Uh, and then also, what if there's undiagnosed mental health? Mm-hmm. What if there's some traumas and strongholds from mm-hmm. their past that show up in the marriage? Oh. Are you gonna throw it all away mm-hmm. because you're not willing to go through the turbulence mm-hmm. of that relationship? Yeah. So it it's a it's a lot involved when when you're talking about being committed for the long haul because. Marriage, just like life, has different seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think about when we first got married, I was 23, turned 24, and you were 21.
1: 21 years young. 21
0: years old. And then <laughs> we, we came into the marriage with a child because I got saved in February of 92. Uh, I got pregnant in January 92. 92. Then yep. I got saved. And then and I married in September. Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. She... you skipped. I got saved.
0: Yeah, well, uh, praise God. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So you got to go old school. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got saved in, yes. in, in the God. summer of ninety. God
0: saved that heathen. Because I said, I'll walk in the parking lot. I said, Lord, if she don't get saved, I don't care how pregnant she is. I'm not marrying her. Some of you would go marry unbelievers. I wasn't going to marry unbelievers. And so she got saved and...
1: I got saved.
0: Married in September.
1: And the baby came came in October. October.
0: And we began the journey, and that's one season... That we were young and yes. learning to function with each other, ha- learning to be safe,
1: had no real example. Had no real None. example of None. what a a godly marriage and a godly family. How to be a father? Should look like right? A wife, a husband. Exactly right. You know, we didn't have a a, a, a team way to look no. to for wisdom. We just had Holy Spirit, and, and we, we had a commitment, and a commitment that divorce, that divorce was not a- an option. And so we we had to make a decision that we got to fight. It's not going to be fight or flight. There was no, no choice of no. fight or flight. He's staying in there,
0: right, for the long so, haul and committed until it's into the end. We gonna like the people said. We going we gonna go to the wheels fall off. Ride to the real, wheels. We are gonna ride to the wheels come off, and mm-hmm. and so. That is what we're challenging you with. And so some of you, that's you staying in your prayer closet. That's you meditating the Word. Come on. That's you confessing the Word of God over your spouse, spouse. over your family, over your children. And so you can't quit because it gets hard. That's right. And I think that's where the muscles are built. The harder some resistance is, Mm -hmm. the more muscles that it begin to build in you. So what kind of muscles are you building in your family? And in your marriage, when you're committed to those different fights and those different seasons of marriage, because there's many different seasons.
1: That's right. Your spouse may be going through um, a difficult season right now. You may be going through a difficult season right now for your spouse. Uh, And so there is scripture. There is there is a word. There's there's a scripture in the word of God that applies to whatever season that your season So right now, let's go through some scriptures. Okay. Um, your spouse. Well, it's always important to pray for the protection of your spouse.
0: Well, so let me start with Ephesians five. Let's deal with okay. Deal with the husbands. Okay. You know, so uh, Ephesians five twenty five it says, "Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ always loved the church and gave himself for her." So think about that for a moment. Think about. You know, the Bible also says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So what if you're a man that don't have the right care for yourself? So how are you going to nourish and care for your wife as your own body when you don't care about yourself? So that means there are some deeper rooted things you got to deal with within yourself in order to express the love like Christ loved the church by you dealing with your stuff dealing with your issues, your childhood traumas, your your belief systems. You know what if you got hurt with a first love or a girlfriend cheated on you and be- betrayed your trust and you bringing that baggage into the relationship. Yeah. So you're not really giving yourself fully with your heart to your
1: And so as as Apostle Paul has stated here, here here is the command So to speak, husband. So you can take this scripture and make it a declaration over yourself as a husband. Uh, And you can declare that uh, I I love my wife just as Christ loved the church. Uh, And then if you are a wife and you want to make a declaration and a prayer over your spouse, over your husband, I declare that my husband loves me as Christ loves the church and gave himself.
0: And that he sanctify and cleanse me with the washing of the water by the word. He washes me with his word. He don't speak death fear words to me. He don't uh, beat me down and and cause me to have low self-esteem and low self-image, but he builds me with his word. Mm -hmm. And the husband also can say the same thing, that I build my wife with my word
1: absolutely so in verse 28 it goes on to say so husbands uh ought to love their own wives as a as their own bodies so you make that declaration you make that as a prayer father i thank you that my husband loves me as he loves his own body that he is whole like you were saying earlier that he loves himself and he can love me uh as he's whole he can love me as a whole person
0: yes so these are these are the things that we're talking about when we say fighting for your marriage, and then
1: in prayer, in declaration,
0: yes. Okay. And let's uh, let's look at First Peter three, which is a it's a lot in there. When you talk about declaring from a wife's
1: standpoint, so from a wife's standpoint, we hear uh, we're here in First Peter three. We know where Apostle Paul gives some specific instructions to the wives. He says, wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands. He didn't say be submissive to anybody else's husband (laughs) or be submissive to every man. He says, be submissive to your own own husbands, husbands." that even if some do not obey the word. So that's for those of you who are married to someone that is unequally yoked. They're not in the word. They're not uh, Christian. They're not a believer. He says that. Uh, That even if some who do not obey, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. But when they they observe without the word, that's right. When they observe your not your behavior, not your talking. Yes. They observe in how
0: you carry yourself as an as a believer Mm -hmm. trying to draw an unbelief. Absolutely. So if, if you're not representing Christ and he's seeing you get on his level it's going to be difficult for you to tug a war and pull him toward the right side when you're not living as you should and you're
1: not honorable or respectful to him. And you got an attitude and and you're supposed to be that Christian girl and and you got attitude with him. Well, that's not going to draw him. That conduct is not the conduct of what Apostle Paul is talking about. So your declaration out of this scripture should be, Father, I thank you that I am submissive to my own husband.
0: As unto the Lord.
1: As unto the Lord. And I thank you, Father, that even though my husband is not uh, serving you right now, that I, I declare that my conduct, my manner of living, my example yes. will be an influence on him coming to you. Make that declaration. You'll begin to walk in it and be careful about how you, conduct yourself. And I
0: would treat him like the the serve, the save, serving you with all his heart, might, man of God that he is. Treat him I'm going to submit to like yep. him as if he's totally sold out to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to draw him without my words, but with my action. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to allow you, Holy Spirit, to have a platform to bring conviction to his life through how I honor and how I treat him. Absolutely. That's so good. Um,
1: another, we can go on. Oh, I
0: got another Colossians 3.19, and it says, husbands love your wives and do not be bitter toward them.
1: Yeah.
0: So we as husbands have to be very careful that when our wives are not doing the things that we think they should, it could set up a level of bitterness in us. And when you become bitter, you become harsh your tone become harsh, how you talk to them, how you treat them can become harsh. So he said, Husband, be not bitter toward your wife, but love them.
1: So make that declaration.
0: Yes. Make that declaration. I would not be bitter toward my wife. I would not treat her harshly, but I would treat her just as the Bible says. I will honor her as the weaker vessel, and I would treat her with with love grace and delicacy
1: and wives you can take that same scripture and you can make a, a prayer and a declaration as well that uh just father i thank you i declare that i don't uh express behavior that would cause my husband husband to become bitter at me i'm not manipulative i mm-hmm. declare that there is no manipulation wow. uh in in you know in my behavior but um I express myself or I conduct myself in a manner that will draw him uh, as we just stated in uh 1st Peter. And then go ahead. I'm sorry. You gonna- No, I was just going to say what we're given
0: is the ways that you fight to be able to have a, a a a great marriage. See, a lot of people want perfection without any work involved. Right. You you see people that have successful marriages, but you think it came about in just us plan the wedding, we got married, and then everything is peaches and cream. Mm-mm. No, you got to war, you got to fight, you got to labor for it, because the reality is you bring in a lot of baggage when two becoming one, and you got to be willing to put in that work even when the other person is not working at all. Absolutely. And what we're sharing with you is that if you have someone that is not willing to fight at all, you have to fight. You, you have gotta to fight. believe God and you got to fight as long as it takes for the fight for the victory to be won. Absolutely. Some people well, how, how long he's going to be. Is it going to be three months, six
1: months? It may be 10 years. But you still got to keep but fighting. But you got to be
0: committed and you got to plow
1: in hope. In hope. That's so good because a lot of people give up hope when they don't see things That's... changing in the natural. Listen, when you're fighting in the spirit realm with the word of God, the word is a seed and Come it's going and it's being. Played planted yes. to where it needs to go. And God says that my word will not return to me void. So oh, yeah. if you continue to put your faith and yes. trust in that God will perform his word, then you won't, you won't succumb to hopelessness. Yes. You will believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Like, amen. Amen. Uh, amen. Another thing is uh, wisdom. Um, both spouses need wisdom. Yes. Um, you may be saying that, well, my, my husband is not you know, living up to uh, being the leader or he doesn't have wisdom. He's not making wise decision or my, my wife is not a wise woman or she's not making wise decision. The Bible says in James chapter one, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask let him of, acts the of the father who gives it liberally and do not withhold it. Come on. So the only thing is you just need to ask for it. It and begin
0: to it. walk in it. But what is wisdom? Mm-hmm. Knowing what, what to do, do, how to do, and when and to do it. Do it. Yep. And so the thing is, as you're asking for that wisdom and decreeing it over your spouse, mm-hmm. you got to begin to walk in that wisdom. Yes. Because sometimes you got to know what to say and when not to say something. Yes. Some of you, you you making things worse because you feel you have to respond when you shouldn't be responding at this
1: time—that mm, is wisdom. That's not, yes, knowing when to respond, a when wisdom. to say something. And yeah. I remember the Lord told me to be quiet.
0: He should have said shut up. <laughs> I believe the Lord said so shut glad. up. I'm I believe God. the Lord I'm said. So shut glad up. the Lord does not talk to the way some people think he no, should I talk to me. No, I believe the Lord said shut up. <laughs> I think the Lord said shut up. The
1: Lord told she me. She just
0: heard it as. Uh, be quiet. I believe the Lord told you shut up.
1: No, I know how the Lord. Lord I know. Good thing I know the voice of the Lord for myself. Um, but the Lord did tell me it's time for you to just be quiet. Stop talking so much. Stop nagging so much, because you're much talking. Thank God for Holy Spirit. Because you're much talking, uh, is not necessarily going to change the situation. And so, uh, with uh, wise, I want you to just take a page out of my book. Uh, allow wisdom to have her perfect work in you and quit trying to operate in your own understanding and let the wisdom of and God. Call
0: those things that be not as though they were. See, sometimes you got to respond to your spouse as what you want them to be right. and not what they're presenting. Yes. See, a lot of times people are like, well, when they change that's when I'm going to start treating them. No, mm-hmm. if you by faith begin to say the right things over them, and respond to them like you view them to be, that's when transformation can begin to come. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people feel they get in the short end of the stick.
1: Right. They
0: feel like they taking advantage of me. Yeah. When the reality is Ooh, this is an opportunity.
1: That will harm you. Oh, my God. If you be followers of that, which is good. Where is that? In First Corinthians, I think, where he says, who's going to harm that's you? Peter. Oh, it was that Peter. It's first harm Peter me? 3. First, three, three, who's going to harm you? Who, what's going to come? Uh, what's what's negative? What's What what kind of outcome would there be that's negative if you are followers of that, which is good is what he's saying. In other words, if you do what I tell you to do, if you do it my way, you're going to get my results. If you do it my way, I'm not going to, you may think, it may look like someone's getting over on you. It may look like you're getting the short uh, hand, the shorter end of the stick. But the Lord says, who is he that will harm you if you follow after that, which is good. That's so I'm going to make first
0: Peter three and 13,
1: first Peter three and 13. So I'm going to make everything work together for your good. And so mm-hmm. do it according to my way. You are going to get my results. Let me, let me
0: read it. He said, and who is he who will harm you if you become followers, if you become followers uh-huh. oh, of what is good. good. Yep. So you're doing it God's way. and He's saying, who will harm you? Then verse 14 said, but if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you are blessed. Mm. You are blessed by doing it God's way, even though there's a suffering for a period. Mm -hmm. But at the end, you won't experience harm. You're going to experience the promise.
1: There's a TPT verse that says, why would anyone harm you if you are passionate and devoted to pleasing God? But even if you happen to suffer for doing what is right you will have the joyful experience of the blessing of God. My
0: God. So that is is well worth it. So we want to encourage you all today. Fight for your marriage. Fight with the word. Fight in prayer. Take a stand on truth. Make a decision that I'm going to be rooted and grounded in this truth. I would not be moved by my situations, my circumstance, because this marriage is worth fighting for. They may not look like they will ever become what we want them to be. But if I keep fighting, I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So I hope all of this has blessed you. Um, Remember what we want you to do. Like, share and comment. And so um, also make sure you follow us. So you can get more of this good content that we're putting out every week.
1: Absolutely. See you next time. Team Way. signing in.
0: God bless you. We'll see you next time.